Martini Bar, Jerry McCarty here with the lovely Kelly Moroni at the Sportsman's Lodge. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jerry. Great to see you today. Uh, good to be here. It is a beautiful day in Southern California. We have a special guest, musician, magician, and actor, Rob Zabrecki. Rob, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You are correct. It is a lovely and beautiful day. I'm really happy to be here. Oh, and uh, we got a lot of stuff we want to talk to you about, so much about uh, acting and magic, but uh, tell everybody about yourself. Tell, you, tell, tell everybody what projects you got to go going on, how people can follow you. Yeah, you just got back sure. into Los Angeles. I did. I was, I was in New York uh, last weekend doing a little show that I present kind of globally at this point. It's called the Zabrecki Hour, and it's an hour of magic, variety, and comedy, and sort of aberrant humor for people of all ages. Uh, and, uh, and I do some acting, so, you know, I've got to have a little movie that just came out, that's going to be coming out, that just premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. So I went out in the... And what's it called? It's called A Ghost Story. Ooh. And what do you, did you go to Sundance? Did you go to Utah? I did. I, w- I went in my Southern California like, garb, and I was there for about 40 hours, and I've never been so, just so cold and walking in slush and amongst a lot of very cold people. You know, they hate it when everyone from Los Angeles comes, descends on Utah and uh, L.A. Black. and uh, <laughs> How dare us. Yeah, it's pathetic. I know. It's, it's pretty sad. And I was just one more jerk among all the jerks. You're never just one more jerk amongst all the jerks. You're a real stand-up. I mean that in a good way. So if people want to follow you, Twitter, Facebook, how do we follow you? The whole thing. So, yeah, I've got Instagram. It's at Rob Zabrecki. And then Facebook is there's a... There's a Rob Zabrecki uh, sort of public figure page. You just put with my name. And then Twitter, Rob Zabrecki. Yeah, there it is. That's awesome. And one thing I want to ask you about, because we just finished the Academy Awards, and you were in Ryan Gosling's first. Uh, directorial debut, right? Correct. Yeah, Lost River, it was called. And it was filmed in your uh, your hometown right there in Detroit, That's Michigan. Right. And uh, it was quite an experience walking through this project with Ryan because I had met him when I was doing magic one night at a, at a private residence in in, uh, in Los Angeles called Brookledge, which was uh, anybody who's familiar with the Magic Castle will know it because it's the Larson family home. The Larsons started the Magic Castle, but prior to starting the club, they lived in this sort of historical house that had a, a magical theater in the back, an antique theater in its backyard, which is hard to believe, wow. but yeah. true. And uh, we were putting on variety shows there, and, and one night <clears throat> this this guy sort of finds me after the show and, and uh, was asking me about my act, and I was, was pretty sure he was interested in in get, gaining something, uh, becoming a magician, or he wanted to line, or he wanted to learn how a, tr- a trick was done or something. I didn't know who he was. This is going back about 10 years. Wow. And my wife sort of pulled me aside. She said, that's the guy from that movie Half Nelson. He was in, you know, knew him from one of his his, uh, his starring roles from that, that movie, Half Nelson, which was very good. I saw the movie and sort of became a fan and, and 
became friendly with him and and uh we started kind of collaborating on that movie and then uh yeah shot it in detroit and uh had a fun, it was an amazing time. I, 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 love, I love how you can tell certain people. I love Brian Gosling. One of the favorite things when that whole debacle happened at the end, mm-hmm. he oh, yeah. was laughing his ass was, off. <laughs> you know what? No one died. Everyone, they still won the Academy Award. Yeah, but it, it was just funny. As people, some people were, you know, like panicking a guest, and Ryan Gosling was laughing, and it was great. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was very Ryan. Very Ryan <laughs> to do that. And uh, and magic is kind of your your thing now. And uh, just to outline for everybody the Magic Castle because some you know we we're across the United States. Some people yeah. don't know the Magic Castle. Sure. Just tell everybody what, well, that, what well, that's about. Yeah, I could probably tell you that um, Magic Castle is a private club for magicians and their guests. Uh, it opened in 1963, really on a whim. It was a DIY project that started from these two brothers, huh. and they were in show business, but. Most importantly, their father had this big idea that one day they would have a magic club of their own. So these two guys, this is late 50s. They're writing for a TV show called Truth Truth or Consequences. Oh, yeah, Bob Barker. Of course, right at Hollywood and Highland. And they, where they, the office that they had looked down onto this dilapidated Victorian mansion uh, not far from there. And they said, one day, looking at they said, maybe that's the place where Dad would like us, would have liked us to have this magic club. So they went and knocked on the door, and long story short, the, uh, the, the owner of the, of the property said, yeah, you know what, that's not, that seems like an okay idea. So January 3rd, 1963, the club opens up. It's an instant hit on the magic scene. The community embraces it. And the next thing you know, it's seven nights a week. There's close-up magic. There's so so card and coin miracles. There's uh, stage magic where people, you know, girls, women are getting sawn half and floating and big, you know, sort of tigers are appearing, things like that. And then comedy magic sort of found its way there too, um, and very quickly became this mecca for magicians to all over the world globally to start flocking to this place because it was in Hollywood. It was it was a lot of very famous magicians were kind of hanging out there. Uh, in particular, a man named uh, Di Vernon, a Canadian magician who was known for uh, uh, fooling Houdini. He did this card trick wow. that fooled Houdini. He, he settled. He came to the Magic Castle, loved it, never left. He just basically L- set up shop there. Literally never left because some of his ashes are... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's a good point. Yes. He's still there. Uh, he's still there. Well, we have to take a commercial, and we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, Kelly Maroney, who is also a magician. I want to hear the two magicians talk when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. The Rick's Martini Bar. I'm here with Jerry McCarty. I'm Kelly Maroney, and today we have the amazing Rob Zabrecki, magician, musician, actor extraordinaire. <laughs> so as we were talking about the Magic Castle, um, kind of we kind of got cut off in, in midstream there. What people don't realize is a lot of really famous actors are closet magicians. Yes. Um, we have... Um, well, Jason Alexander could be certainly classified as one of them, I'd say. Exactly. And Ryan Gosling obviously has sure. an interest in magic. And Cary Grant has his own table. It's amazing to, to think that. Day. Yeah, and he sure. Was, yeah, he was one of the original people yeah. on the board and things like that. 
yeah. and Johnny Car- Carson. Loved Car Magic. Yeah, Johnny Carson, big fan of Magic. Apparently, mm-hmm. he, uh, the stories I heard about Johnny Carson were really cool in that he would have magicians on the show, and then if he liked a magician, he would say, you know what, what are you doing Sunday? Come out to my place in mm-hmm. Malibu. We'll hang out. We'll eat, we'll eat good food. And sh- wow. you can sh- and show me that, that coin trick you did on, on the show. It was amazing. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, he was really interesting, yeah. really great. One thing, as a, um, we have a lot of performers that listen to the show, um, you have such a unique character. It's funny, and it's, it's, at the same time, it's a little macabre. And how did, what was your inspiration for that character? That's a good question. Um, really it's sort of a niche for you now. It is a niche for me now. Um, I think originally, when I started performing magic, I wanted to hide behind something. I, I was scared mm-hmm. to sort of... Really be scary. Rob Zabrecki and be, oh, I'm a I guy just just one more jerk doing card tricks right. or whatever. I always refer to myself as a jerk. I, I don't know I don't why. know why you I do that do. either. Yeah. But anyway, uh, th- so I thought, well, I'll have this, have, hide behind, you know, create a, a sort of a persona to hide behind. And using the, you know, my God-given looks, it seemed like, uh, you know, I kind of uh, settled on... Uh, this almost lurch style character, you know, with the love of early <laughs> silent film and horror movies uh-huh. and, uh, you know, kind of incorporating some, uh, you know, all, all my interest in the arts kind of came together. And, and that character is just a result of all that stuff. It's hilarious. For those of you who have not seen it, you should really come to the castle and check it out or see one of your movies, too, because you'll get the flavor of it from some of the other characters Rob portrays. Yes, including myself. I just did an episode of... Um, Maria Bamford show has she Maria the great comic Maria Bamford has a show called Lady Dynamite on Netflix on Netflix yeah and I just did a spot on her uh, second season and I got to play a character called the Great Zabreco oh, cool. <laughs> and it's not a stretch it was uh, you know really it was a great experience but I had a creative license to sort of play around within that space using that character that you know that's so fun that's so fun it goes back to something that. Um, we're, we're told when we're in school and everything, and I, I, it never stuck with me, but it sticks with people who are smart, and that is, be what you look like, Kelly. You know, it's like, be what you look be like, what you yes. Look like. Yeah. Because people are, people are going to have an impression of you no matter, even if it's not correct, even if it's not true, and why fight that? You have to... Go exactly. You can't you you can't fight it. And so many people do for so many different reasons, I think. You know, we, yeah. we always want to fight this, but I think the second you embrace it, it's it's pretty it's a, it's a smart smart decision. I had, I was in an acting class not long ago and kind of did that thing where you go around the room and you go, "Well, what do you see me as?" and who right, are right, right. and we right. did all that. And, and it's really fun to do to other people, but boy, when they tell you, it's it can really, it can sort of it can have a real sting to it. I fe- I I fought it for years because I didn't want to be that. Sure. I'm not a cheerleader. Right. You know, I'm not a this or a that. I didn't like what they were putting on me. It doesn't really matter if you like it or not. You have to make peace with it. Yeah, I think that's true. If well, we like it. you. We like you now, Kelly. Thank you. And it's time for another commercial. So we have to take one more commercial. That means we've only got one segment left with the great Rob Zabrecki. But we'll see it and you can hear it in 60 seconds. Cheers. The We're back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with Kelly Maroney and our special guest today, Rob Zabrecki, who's a 
magician and an actor, and I want to talk about putting those two things together, which you do, which you you uh, you you've done in in movies, and let's talk about some some good and bad. Um, Movie magic that yeah. you've, you've seen, and uh, we t- we talked a little bit earlier about the Prestige, and that's one of my favorites. And was I think it was David Bowie's last film where he played Nikolai Tesla in in, in that film. Mm, and yeah. uh, but but I love that movie, and Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale in there. And you talked about the classic age of music of a uh, magic. Sure, Talk the, about that the, a little the, bit. The golden the golden age of magic, roughly I think, say like eighteen fifty to nineteen fifty, was this. You know, vaudeville's in that in that stretch of time, and it's when magic was big, and it, and theaters were opulent, and that was pre-TV, right? So, people were going to these theaters for for entertainment, and you can only imagine what it, what it must have been like to go to a theater and saw, see a woman get sawn in half, or float above the stage, or or a, an elephant appearing or disappearing. Any of that was huge, and I think that the procedure was a great movie to illustrate that time frame, and and really caught that that era nicely on film was done beautifully but mostly as we were kind of chatting earlier uh, before we started recording was was that magic i think is is meant as an ephemeral art form it's something that should be done in person for a small group or a large group of people and that's it you know the second you put a camera on it it you you lose something there's there's so many ways to make good movie good, good good movie magic but seeing a magic trick done in a on film or whatever, it just doesn't quite capture the the essence that yeah. it does when you're there in a theater. You were on Penn and Teller, and they do that on television. And as magicians themselves, I'm, I'm sure they're they're up against that. Um, tell us what, what was that like? It was a great experience for me. I, I mean, I did an act, I did a routine that I was very kind of known for and familiar with, and had done a lot many many times. So. I just I was very comfortable getting up there and doing it, and for me it was you know chatting with those guys was was great, and it was a wonderful experience. And they loved you. And I they mean, they're not that they're 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 really honest about to to people. They could be harsh to some people, but they loved you. They loved your persona and the whole thing. Yeah, it right? felt really. Ni- it was really nice to hear all that stuff. Yeah, you know, we 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 talked about this a little bit too. Is that um, you know back to the prestige with Nikolai Tesla, David Bowie? They were talking about all this technology, but there's almost no technology in you don't use a lot of modern technology and magic it's yeah. stuff that's been going on probably since the 1850s and is it is there resistance to doing it stuff like that to doing you know stuff with drones and cameras and things like that you know that well that's a good question kelly can maybe answer too but i i, I think uh you know it, it, some magicians do employ technology but I don't. I I think it works against the art form. I think a good magician, mm-hmm. like a good actor or a good painter or a good uh, you know any real kind of artist, is going to be able to tell a story with their face, mm-hmm. with their body, writing, producing, directing, and acting. And those things generally don't require you know the disappearance of a cell phone or you know a drone with a card you know tucked inside <laughs> of it or some big reveal that is you know. Things that can be flashy aren't necessarily what magicians would call magical. There's a, you hear it around the castle all the time. Somebody will say, that was technical and everything. It wasn't magical. And they mean something really specific by that. What would you say? Absolutely. Mag- like, for me, like The Wizard of Oz is, is real magic. I watched the, I've watched that movie probably over a hundred times. I'm certain of it, in fact. And, and as, as a non-magician, I will tell you that I 
there's sometimes I don't like to know how certain things are done right. because right. once you know, you once you know it's know it. it's not fun anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it so takes because a lot of times it is so simple that yeah. that that. You were fooled by it. Yeah, it's almost like it. Yeah, maybe that's where it hurts me so much. Is that like yeah. I can't believe I was fooled? As my as my dear friend Handsome Jack says, magic is like sausage. Everybody likes the way it tastes. Nobody wants to see how it's made. That's so true. And that is that is a sums it all up for me. Oh, and um, you know the the magic castle. Bring it all around uh, in a circle here. We started talking about the magic castle at the start, but it's kind of like, and I think one of you mentioned groundlings earlier. It's kind of like a groundlings too, where people can work out their craft and get support and things like that too, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, there's a magic university. But and beyond, and that's a great place to technically learn tricks and specific. Oh, I want to learn rope magic, or card magic, or coin magic, or stage magic. But more importantly, there's a community that embraces one another. So if you if you have a general a real interest in the art, you're going to find people who are going to want to help you. Mm-hmm. And if you really do want to be good, that's the place. Seven nights a week. You throw on a suit, you look really good, you wear a dress, whatever, you know, you, you kind of go up there looking as good as you're going to. And people are primed to see magic when they go there. So it, you're kind of in this perfect setting for it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such an honor in the magic community, to in the magic world, to be performing at the Magic Castle. And the members, if you're a magician member, you can also go downstairs and perform, even if you haven't been hired to be in one of the main rooms, you can go down there and perform. And tell us about how you did that when you first that became was it. a magician. I, well, I couldn't. I couldn't get booked early on. I was. I was f- trying to figure out the character. So, Friday nights I'd show up and I would. I'd wait for the overflow crowds to, kind of, wait around rooms they couldn't get into, and I'd say, "Hey, there's a show going on downstairs in five minutes. Just walk down these stairs, and there, there'll be a performer come out, and he'll, you'll, you'll see him. Just, just be seated and know the show will start." So I'd go hide behind the curtain and uh, wait, listen for the crowd, and then curtain opens and there I am and there's a little giggle there and you know and then you get on with it and you know for a long time it was it wasn't good I certainly like worked out how to I figured out how to perform there that is awesome so yeah so if you're visiting LA and you'll they'll drag you down to Hollywood and Highland but find the Magic Castle drive by it it is one of the coolest buildings in Hollywood uh, that you can find. So uh, you'll find it, and uh, you won't be disappointed. And if you can find somebody and know, you might you got to have you got to know a member to get in there. Unfortunately, that's right. But uh, but anyway, Rob Zabrecki, thank you for being here with us, and uh, tell everybody again how they can follow you on social media and what you got coming in that we can be watching for you. Anna. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Let me answer all those questions in the order you asked them. Okay. So <laughs> I guess the social media again. It's uh, yeah, Instagram. Instagram is at Rob Zabrecki. Uh, Twitter's Rob Zabrecki. And Facebook, there's Rob Zabrecki, you know, page. It's easy. Fan page, yeah. So it's all my name. It's if you can if you can get the Zabrecki part out, you're good. Z-A-B-R-E-C-K-Y. That's it. See? You, Kelly's got it. Um, <laughs> so that's that's really it. And I got, yeah, I got this movie, A Ghost Story, coming out. And, uh, yeah, you just, I'm always kind of doing stuff. I got you a got YouTube. some TV things, too, right? Yeah, and I kind of upload stuff on my YouTube channel. I got a YouTube channel. Oh, okay, guess what great. it's called? I'll give you one guess. Uh, Rob Zabrecki. Rob ah, you're very good. You're very good. <laughs> uh, but, really, thanks for having me on the show. This was a real blast. And I got to say, sitting at the Sportsman's Lodge was a really cool way to spend a Wednesday afternoon. So thank you, really, for having me. Thank you. And please come back again. We can hear what else is going on. And. And you and I can talk 
our past music careers, which uh, which would be a blast. We didn't even talk about that. But anyway, for the amazing Rob Zabrecki, the wonderful Kelly Maroney, I'm Jerry McCarty, and please join us next week for Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down